Hey guys, what's up? And welcome to another episode of the Walk and Love Podcast. I'm your host, TJ Macedas. Excited to be here. Excited to answer your questions. Oh, wait, I'm not answering your questions this week because we have a guest. My friend and fellow entrepreneur, Stephen Rose, will be joining us. He is the founder and CEO of The Peach Truck, a very, very cool business based out of Nashville, Tennessee. So we'll be talking to him in a moment. Um, but like always, we like to get into some trending stories first. And so nothing is trending more than the Olympics. Dun, da, da, dun, da, dun, da, dun, I don't know. That's not the Olympic song. But huge fan of the Olympics here. I don't know about you guys, but I love watching the Olympics. Um, yeah, I'm just a big, big, big sucker for him. I'm USA all the way, rooting and cheering and, you know, getting super emotional when they tell stories about the athletes and their parents, and I'm just like, <laughs> um, What I've noticed, though, as I've gotten older is that the figure skating terrifies me. The couples figure skating, like, I'm almost nauseous watching it because I'm just like so scared for them throwing them up in the air and having them do spins and like I'm just like and and the other thing I've noticed is the winter olympics are like super dangerous like every sport outside of curling is like you could die like you're snowboarding you could die downhill skiing you could die uh figure skating you could die ice hockey you could die speed skating you could die like it's an intense uh, field of athleticism and I think it goes undervalued because it's shorter and there are not as much events and it's harder for us to connect to them because like I've never skied in my life but man it's sort of uh, a little bit scary for you know but I'm really liking them I don't know about you guys you know let me know if you're if you're enjoying them as much as I am um, Brooke and I signed up for a YouTube TV uh, free trial because we don't have cable just so that we could watch the Olympics this week um that's what's trending for uh, for right now. And then we have another really funny trending story. This is actually a local story that has sort of made national news. So amateur sketch from witness helps PA police identify theft subjects. So the uh, sketch on the, uh, the there, one is an actual photo and one is just a sketch. I know that they look so similar to each other, but I'm my friends from all over the country are sending me this because it is sort of made national news, but I guess this guy stole something from a farmer's market and a citizen uh, drew this quick sketch of him and it actually <laughs> actually helped led to his arrest. I mean, just look at that. Look at that brilliant sketch. Looks just like him. That's amazing. That just That's just a, such a good, good story. I think stuff like that that happens is so funny. But yeah, Lancaster making the national news, which is always really funny. Um, trending for me right now is the fact that there's a new dashboard confessional album if you're like me and you were a 2000 you know you were graduating in the 2000s there's a chance that dashboard confessional played a very real serious role in your life um but just released a new album and like you know even if it was bad it's not bad it's really good but even if it was bad i think the nostalgia of hearing him sing would overpower uh anything and, and i understand why some of these like rock stars who are like in their 70s and they still perform to sold out crowds even though they can barely move i understand why people buy the tickets because it's just this nostalgia that you like lock into and you're just like this is so amazing he's back you know um but yeah, I remember listening to Dashboard as an emo kid in late high school with the swoopy hair and, and a little lip ring. And, you know, that was that was my life for a while. But yeah, Dashboard album would definitely recommend it to you if you guys haven't listened to it. Um, it's really good. Trending here at Walk and Love, we have a brand new tea of the week. So every Monday at 10 a.m. we release a new tea of the week. This week's tea is the It Is Well With My Soul denim colored 
slub wash tee. Really cool texture to the t-shirt. Very soft as always, um, but really cool design. I designed this one actually, so I really like it. Um, but yeah, they're limited edition and when they're gone, they're gone. Also at Walk in Love, we have a huge sale still happening. We're sort of clearing out our our inventory from last year. So we're having a really great sale. We have t-shirts as low as $10. Um, and we also have a bunch of sweatshirts on sale for 50% off. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of cool things happening at Walk and Love. A lot of ways that you can uh, stock up on shirts or you know get your first shirt. Um, a lot of different things happening here. Um, I am excited about today's episode because this is the first time that I won't be answering your questions. We will have guests answering your questions, which is really exciting. There'll still be the occasional episode where we have no guests where I just answer your questions, but we're having guests and I thought there would be no better guest first um, than one of my friends um, and just one of the guys that I just really like. His name's Stephen Rose. He'll be on in a minute. Um, but yeah, I just, I you know, we're, we're sort of changing the Walk in Love weekly format a little bit. You know, we're always adjusting, always trying to find out what you guys want, what you guys like. And so we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to know what type of guests you want. Um, whether it be musicians, artists, entrepreneurs, um, you know, et cetera. Uh, upcoming, we have Trey Burton. He's a Philadelphia Eagle, just won a Super Bowl. We have Laura Casey, who's an author and just generally amazing at everything she does. Um, we also have, I know I'm forgetting one, Kelly Moore uh, from Kelly Moore Bag, very, very successful camera bag company. She is the CEO, founder, creator, et cetera. So, we, so we're hoping to bring you guys a lot of fresh content, a lot of new content with great guests that will, will give you insight into what they do and how they do it. So if you have any suggestions, please leave them in the comments below. Um, otherwise, we will be back right after this with our very first interviewed guest on the Walk and Love podcast. So the commercial is just me talking about something else. Um, <laughs> we have something very exciting happening at Walk and Love. We uh, recently posted a uh, job application for a content creator and got applications from all over the country. And so that started getting us thinking about all the great people that we miss out on working with because we're based in Mannheim, Pennsylvania. So what we're releasing today is walkandlovecontent.com, a place where you can be hired by Walk and Love to create content for us. Um, basically what you'll do is you'll go there and you'll see a bunch of teas that we're releasing soon. You'll apply to create content for those teas. You'll turn in that content, which we have the requirements on the site, and then we will pay you. And that'll be that. So we want to, you know, so if you're a if you're a photographer, or you can take a really great picture. That's primarily what we're looking for. Um, you can apply at walkandlovecontent.com. And yeah, that's the end of this commercial. All right, everybody, welcome back. I'm excited to have my first guest on the Walk and Love podcast ever. He is a good friend of mine. His name is Stephen Rose. He is the CEO of a very successful business out of Nashville called The Peach Truck. Um, they have been featured in Food & Wine magazine, Huffington Post, Southern Living. They were started in 2012 with his wife, Jessica. Stephen also has three kids, and I think he's one of the funniest guys I know. He's one of those guys that can almost say anything, and I find it funny. So we'd like to welcome Stephen to the podcast. Stephen, what's up? <laughs> what's up, man? Good to be with you on the first ever Walk in Love podcast. It's an honor. Yeah, well, it's not the first ever podcast. You're just the first guest, so don't get ahead of yourself. First guest <laughs> ever on the Walk in Love podcast. How are you, man? I'm great. Good. Uh, 
I didn't really sleep much last night. You mentioned the three kids. Yeah. Something to do with it. So. Yeah, um, we were just talking before we started that I just jumped from one to two kids, which you have no idea what that's like because you jumped from one to three kids. Right, right. I've heard the one to two is hard. It's hard, but it's nothing quite not, like no. the one to three. <laughs> So yeah how, yeah, how old are your kids? Uh, you know, you got a, a girl. I have a three-year-old girl named Florence. Yep. We have twin one-year-olds named Wyatt and Rainier. Um, they're boys. Um, and you're just exhausted. It, it's just chaos. <laughs> um, but yeah, here we are. We're alive. We, uh, you know, we, we do an off-season. We, we sell Georgia peaches. Right. So there's a natural off-season where we don't have anything to do. And I could not wait for work to start back because that sounded like a vacation <laughs> from being home with the kids. <laughs> I remember my mom used to say that because she was a flight attendant. And so she would um, go on trips and like have a hotel room by herself and mm. feel like, oh man, that's that's a vacation. I mean, doesn't that sound amazing? That sounds Just amazing. Like Sleeping in a dark room <laughs> by yourself. No one touching you. Um, I remember I got to fly one time. Uh, Brooke and I flew together, but she got the two seats, one next to June. And I was like in the back row in the middle seat. And I was like, this is the best trip I've ever been on right now. Just quiet. <laughs> Just quiet. I got my headphones uh, on, watching whatever I want. Um, magic. But anyways, yeah, we're excited to have you, Steven. And uh, we have some questions for you from our from our audience. Um, so we're going to get right into those. Um, from at Mary Mags underscore two is what inspired you to start the peach truck business? And I think, I think our audience would be interested in sort of hearing some background and some, yeah. just a little bit of the story about, about the peach truck. So <clears throat> I grew up in this little town called Fort Valley, Georgia, which is, um, right in the middle of the state of Georgia and all Georgia peaches are grown within like a 30 mile radius of this town. Um, so I grew up getting to eat peaches right off the tree in the summertime, thinking, you know, this is always how peaches taste. And that's the most southern southern sentence I've ever heard. <laughs> I grew up just eating peaches right off the tree. <laughs> I don't sound that crazy, do I? <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I moved to Nashville in 2010, um, and we're you know a state away from the farm, and just. Literally, it was two summers in a row of going to farmer's markets, going to roadside stands, grocery stores, and there I just couldn't find a good peach. So Terrible. We, yeah, yeah. I was about to get married. <laughs> Took my wife down to the farm to, like, introduce her to everybody uh-huh. there, and, um, and she fell in love with it. Had her first peach right off the tree. Right off the tree. And... Just the thing clicked in us of, like, oh, my gosh. It makes sense. Maybe I'm just nostalgic for Georgia peaches. Right. Maybe you know, this wouldn't work, but we should try to bring these peaches to Nashville, set up and sell them out of the back. I had this old, I'd still have it, this 64 Jeep Gladiator that is the peach truck. Right. Um, so we did it. We, we got 32 boxes of peaches, brought them up, set up at, in front of this denim boutique called I'm a Gina Willie in a uh-huh. neighborhood in Nashville. And sold peaches That's awesome. and and people loved them right and like so, anytime i meet someone from nashville i'm like oh my friend owns a business in nashville that's pretty successful and they kind of give me this look like oh yeah right you know whatever and i'm like it's the peach truck have you ever heard of it? and they're like oh my gosh yes i actually have heard of that i love their peaches <laughs> that's sweet i mean yeah and we're blown away because you know the the farm picks the perfect peach and if if we don't bring it to nashville and sell it within a couple of days, it's going to turn that mealy, nasty, mm-hmm. 
flavorless peach that people are used to from grocery stores. Right. So we always say they do 95% of the work. It's just our job to get it over the goal line. Right. And, um, and so anyways, it's, uh, it's an amazing thing though, how different peaches are when you taste them. Yes. Yeah. So, um, anyways, we did that for our first summer. Um, and then both of us were like not loving the jobs we were doing. So right. before the next summer, we're like, let's just both quit our jobs and <laughs> take the plunge. We can do this full time. Right. Um, and, and it worked. That's I mean, awesome. Lots of mistakes, lots of, right. uh, screwing up, but we made a profit and, and there we were. Right. So it's like, you was, see all these, you know, direct to consumer, you know, companies out there like these mattresses cut out right. the middleman and we'll send you the mattress right, and you're like right. essentially doing that with peaches which is like almost unheard of like you think that there would be this whole process where you have to like keep them safe and you know and then for you guys to to shift to even selling them online is just so cool you know that anybody you don't have to live in nashville you don't have to live in the surrounding area you can get you can get fresh georgia peaches anywhere right off the tree it's yeah it's awesome. kind of magical i mean yeah you know growing up only us in port valley could taste what what the pizza should right. taste like. Um, and then to take that, you know, now we're, no matter where you are in the country, you can get fresh Georgia pizza. I know. I am a annual consumer and I just like, every time I get one, I'm just like, this is just better. Like it kind of <laughs> blows me away. I'm like, this is just better. You know, it's uh -huh. awesome. Um, so question two we have from at Jazz Minnick. Uh, what advice would you give to someone who wants to open slash start a new business? So Walk and Love has a lot of fans that are budding entrepreneurs or have been inspired by what we do, photographers, graphic designers. There's a lot of people out there that, that look to Walk and Love for some inspiration in terms of business. I get a lot of questions about that. So, uh, so, so speak to that. What advice would you give to someone who wants to start or open a new you know, business? It's kind of combined. Like... Um I'm sure you take these meetings too, where you sit down with somebody and they they want to pick your brain. They want to pick your brain, <laughs> and they're thinking about doing this thing, and then three years later, you're like, I, I never saw that. Like, did that ever happen? Right. Uh, and no. Like, so taking the first step. Like, I feel like people focus on like, well, I got to get my LLC registered. Right. And I yep. Need to do this and yep. this and make sure my logo is awesome. It's like, well, just go see if people like. Right. Yeah. Here offering give if it away to somebody right. and say do you like this if your product's um, bad and your logo's good it doesn't matter right right um and so take the first step and mm. like give your product away and see if people right. like it and then combine with that um you could turn your dream into something into a freaking disaster if you <laughs> try to quit your job too early right yeah and and put all the pressure on right you put, know yeah um you want to kind of balance that mm -hmm. of like hustle on nights and weekends. Right. Go, go really hustle your dream, but don't put all the pressure on it right away. Right. To provide you with a living. Right. Cause um, even here with what we're doing with supply, like I find myself, I'm, you know, doing my full-time job of running, walk and love. And then on which weekends, pays the bills. which pays my bills. And then on the weekends here, I'm, you know, we had a sweet 16 party here this weekend and I'm literally scraping gum off the floor because 16 year olds are savages. Um, and, and it's like, I wouldn't quit what I'm doing at walk and love just to do supply. Cause it's not ready, you know? And, right. and yeah, that, right. that's, that's really good. Yeah, um, for sure. So at Jenna Carly wants to know what has been the ro most rewarding thing about running your business. Um, man, 
there's a lot that's rewarding about running our business. Um, when we started, we we wanted freedom. Um, you know, I, I was working a normal nine to five, going to the office every mm-hmm. day. Um, we didn't have kids yet, but I can't imagine, you know, saying bye to Florence and the boys right. uh, early in the morning and then seeing them right before bedtime right. five days a week. Yep. Um, and so we... During the summer, I mean, we, we are hustling. It's crazy. It's right. seven days a yep. week. But we get this freedom on the back end of it where I am very active and involved in right. you know, my kids' day-to-day life. Um, and then the other part that I'm, I'm just loving is being able to provide this dream that I had to other people. Like, we didn't get beyond ourselves when we started. Right. It was like, we want freedom. And then hiring people and right. bringing them along yep. that journey and providing them a an income to where they can have that freedom as well um has been super rewarding right um to to do that yeah i get a i get the question a lot you know what how do you balance work and life and and you just hit on it right there is like you know peach season you're crazy you're busy you know it's all there in. Is no yeah th- yeah but you balance it with the off season and that's right, what i tell people right. a lot of times is like you don't balance 24 hours. That's impossible, you know, right. uh, because there's just literally, it's just impossible. And so like, right. you know, like I'm in a busy season of life of doing basically two full-time jobs. Yeah. Um, but I know that th- this will pass and I'll be able to balance this with some really great vacations and some really great time with my family and days off yep. here and there. And so, so that's really good. Um, my wife, Brooke wants to know yep. how many peaches do you eat in a season? <laughs> or is it just too many to count? The answer is not enough. <laughs> um, one of my favorite things about living in Nashville is all our favorite restaurants use our pizzas on their. Oh menu. man, that's so, awesome! I know it's it's the best. So 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 if in, someone's coming to Nashville, where where are the three places or two places you, you're telling them to go? Uh, City House is that was our very first um, person to ever buy pizzas from us for their menu. That's awesome, um, and. They Tandy Wilson just won two years ago Best Chef Southeast. Um, oh yeah, no big deal. No big deal. Yeah. But I mean, he does a peach pizza. His pastry chef does stuff. His pork sausage always has peaches on during the summer. I mean, it's just phenomenal. Oh, that's awesome. Um, Margot's another fantastic restaurant, French restaurant in town that uses a ton of peaches. Um, yeah. Email me at Stephen at the I'll see just send you a list. And Brooke went on a trip to Nashville with a bunch of girlfriends and they, yes. she wrote a whole blog post. She's got a bunch of, uh, uh things, uh, going on there. And, and the last question for you, Stephen is people want to know how you, and Annika C. Nauman wants to know, how do you support your business when it isn't peach season? Uh, and I remember getting this question a lot, being a wedding photographer when we used to do that. It's right. like, you know, I'll let you speak to it, but you know, you just have to be smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's called No One Thinks Season is going to end. Save it for a rainy day. Yeah. Last year, we lost uh, 85% of our crop. Right. And so it was a super down year. Peach season normally 12 weeks. It was only seven. And in those seven weeks, like, we couldn't pick the number of peaches we needed. Right. You know, so turning a lot of customers away, it was right. just kind of brutal. Because um, you, you want a cold winter, right? We want a cold winter. Right. And we're getting it yes. right now. We're so happy. Yep. Um, but that being said, it's it's when we started, it was like, all right, when we have a good year, we have to act like it wasn't a very good year. Right. Man. Yep. Um, and that, you know, last year really, really wasn't fun. <laughs> but we showed ourselves that 
we can get through a time right. like that, yep. you know, and, um, and we'll be fine. Yeah. So um, it, it was kind of like we look back fondly on last year right. of like, man, we it's we just really like one of those hammered. years where you're like, yes, yeah, we did it. Yeah. And what? Yeah. We built this to where it can sustain for right. a year like that, yep. which is super exciting and makes us feel even stronger going into hopefully a, a fuller crop year like this. Um, as long as we don't have a late frost. Right. So anyways, yeah. That's awesome, man. So if people want to find you online, like you got a couple minutes here to just sort of tell people where to buy peaches, how to get peaches and, and why they should. Yeah. There's a few different ways. So here in Nashville, we're seven days a week at farmer's markets and roadside stands. Um, and that's from mid May to mid August. We do a tour across Tennessee, Kentucky, Ohio, Indiana, Pennsylvania. Right. But not, not our part of Pennsylvania, which I'm it's a little, I'm a little bitter about. I'm trying to, I'm trying to forgive you, but it's hard. There's a lot of Amish land we have to cover to, right. to get yeah. to you. Maybe someday. Um, <laughs> someday. I, I mean, why not? Um, but yeah, so we're, you know, we do a tour, go to a lot of small towns all over that area. And then we ship nationwide. All of this information is at thepeachtruck.com. And we're the Pete Struck on all the socials. Socials. What's your favorite social for people to follow you? I mean, Instagram's just Instagram pictures of yep. peaches. And, Can't go yeah. wrong with that. Any other products that you guys have coming up? I know that you did a, a jam. Yeah, we that, have a, we have a uh, peach jam that we devoured testing. in our house. Is it, isn't it amazing? It didn't last long. <laughs> I need to send you some more. Awesome. Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, we're testing some other flavors of that. Hopefully, that could be released this summer. Um, and yeah, Peach Jam's where we're at right now. We're we're always keeping our eyes open for another product. Though. Awesome. Well, Steven, but thank you. Right. Thank you so much for being my very first guest. Uh, appreciate you, man, and excited to see how your business grows and, and DJ, what you got coming you. out. Always blown away by by what you've built. It's unbelievable. Cool, man. Love you. See you. Love you, dude. Bye. Well, that was Stephen Rose from The Peach Truck. You can find them at thepeachtruck.com or at thepeachtruck on Instagram. So thankful for that guy and, and what he has, uh, what he's built and what he's done. Um, yeah, it's just really cool to hear from entrepreneurs and, and people who are doing something unique uh, in this world. And, and hopefully that's inspiring to you. Hopefully some of his answers uh, really got your, got your mind going. And, and I just always love talking to entrepreneurs because a lot of us have really the same answers. You know, he talked about work-life balance and, and I talk about that a lot. Um, he talked about just like getting through the harder times and, and that happens uh, in every business. There's no business out there that is foolproof, that is 100% guaranteed to last. And so even if you have some success, I love what he talked about of like, even on a good year, we act like it's a bad year so that we're prepared and saving and ready for when the bad year comes because it's almost a guarantee. Um, so yeah, I really appreciate having Steven on. We have a ton of guests lined up for the upcoming episodes, which we're really excited about. Um, and so we would love to know who you want to see on the show. So that's my question for you guys today. Who do you want to see on the Walk and Love podcast. We are going to switch it up. We are going to have multiple episodes a week rather than just one on Wednesdays. Um, and so this is the first step in that. Thank you guys so much for watching. And, and if you're out there and, and you were listening to this and you felt like you're inspired to start a business, I, I'd recommend that you listen to Steven um, and take that first step. Uh, see if people like what you have to sell. Give it away for free if you have to and, and just see if you get a good response 
because it doesn't matter if you have all your logos and LLC and branding and all that stuff in place if people don't like your product. So that would be my advice to you if you're looking to start something cool uh, and something new. And then hopefully if it hits, you can be a guest on this podcast. Guys, thanks so much for watching. Hope you guys have a great day. See you next time.